All right, I think I am live. Better late than never. It's not because I haven't been sitting here the whole time trying. I've had uh, some technical difficulties again. We did so well last week and the week before, but now they're back um, with a vengeance. So I am uh, took all this time to try to figure it out and finally did. So here we are. <gasps> Welcome to the unknown unknown, where we deal with unknown technical issues all the time. <laughs> so how is everybody this week? I know the week's just getting to a start. I'm wondering if other people are feeling um, similarly. Let's see, where, how do I feel? Well, actually this episode is a little bit about how do I feel? Not me, but all of us, how do we feel? What I wanna do tonight is talk about different ways that I connect with my body and connect with um, myself in order to, well, for three reasons I'm gonna talk about tonight. One is mindfulness, just to be present in the moment. Uh, the second is to help me manage a difficult situation. So maybe uh, something I'm going through is challenging. I'm having a lot of motion come up or something is physically difficult, you know, whatever it is. So it's about getting through a challenge. And the third is to prepare for spiritual work. So that includes readings. Um, what else? Ceremony, prayer, creative work, whatever it is you might be doing that uh, you want to prepare yourself and be present for. So I'm going to talk about getting into the body, uh, what that means to me, and how I do it. And I want to preface all of this with, I am going to talk about my experience and what I do and what it's like for me. And I am one person, and I'm not you, any of you out there. And so it's important to remember, I'm just sharing my way of doing things and yours might be different. I'm giving you all the detail I'm giving because I want you to be able to try it and see if it works for you and then change it and figure out something even better. And so this is, you know, about experimenting the, you know, tips and tricks I'm going to share are things I've learned over, you know, the last 10 years or so working on my own embodiment. I am sort of a heady person like I tend to be up you know shoulder and above a lot of my attention rests you know up in my mind and it's taken me a lot of learning and practice and effort to spend time in my body and so I'm going to share these three ways um or these a bunch of ways for these three reasons um and I'm going to start with mindfulness. And this for me is about spending a few minutes, a few moments. I shouldn't say minutes. These are things that I do throughout the day to just help me get present. They're things I do silently in my mind without stopping all the other things I'm doing. So uh, I'm going to give you the first example is I like to remind myself to put my tongue on the roof of my mouth. And if anybody's uh, kind of done Buddhist meditation, 
Um, this is a part of that. That's where I got it from. Um, and it's just a thing I try to remember a few times a day, as many times as I can to do. And it just, you know, in, in Buddhism, they say it connects the circuit of the body so that the energy flowing through the body, um, is connected. Um, I, it does something for me. <laughs> I recommend trying it. Um, especially like right now, of course, try it. Just see, is that comfortable? Like having the tongue on the roof of your mouth. I can't do it and talk at the same time, but um, where is that comfortable? And then I really recommend trying it throughout the day. So when you're driving, when you're walking, when you're doing dishes, when you're watching TV, for me, this specific practice is about, and, and these next few I'm going to give you, they're about just remembering my body. That's it. it. I do it. And then I continue doing what I'm doing. It's not a big thing that takes me away from whatever it is that's happening in my life. It's just a moment to remember I'm alive and I have a body and, you know, I'm connected to it. So another one like this that I learned from Jessica Lignato, who has a podcast called Ghost of a Podcast that I'm sure I've mentioned before. It's astrology mediumship. Um, and she's also an animal communicator. She's amazing. And she has an amazing podcast I highly recommend. And she often recommends people say their own name three times. And I started doing this and I really love it. I do it within my head most of the time, but you know, if I can, I'll say it out loud, but there's an amazing like calling back effect that happens. If you just remember, again, I do this periodically throughout the day, just remembering to say my own name in my own head three times in a row. And, you know, you can do just your first name. You can do your full name, including all your nicknames, like do the whole darn thing and just try it and see how it feels. It might sound a little, I mean, all of these are going to sound a little strange, perhaps. Um, but you don't have to do them if you think they're too weird and or change them to something that you think is less weird. I'm sure, you know, saying a mantra or something three, you know, in your mind three times would also work. But for me, what I want to talk about tonight is about this sort of getting present in myself. And that's where my own name is a really helpful tool because it it brings not just my mind into the current present moment, but my being, I'm calling myself back. And, you know, if anybody else out there also kind of floats through the day and gets caught up in things and ends up, you know, like, where am I? What am I doing? Whether it's sort of a, you know, disassociative thing, or it's just you're really thinking or really, you know, in the process of doing things. For me, coming back to myself and presence in a moment is, is really helpful. So that's, again, what, what these are all for. Another one, of course, uh, for the reoccurring things throughout the day is breathing. Shocker, right? Of course. Um, especially when I'm walking, I like to um, count my breaths and focus on having longer exhales than inhales. 
And again, this is something I can do anytime. You don't have to stop what you're doing. Most of the time you're already going to be breathing. So it's just about focusing on your breathing. And there's so many different things that you can do. But for me, what I'm usually trying to do in these kind of reset moments is calm my nervous system down a little bit. And so I try to make sure I'm breathing into my belly um, and focusing on the exhale. And so two tricks that I've learned to do that are to, you know, of course, um, breathing in through the belly and the diaphragm through the nose and then breathing out if you can, uh, if it's not too disruptive. Again, these are things I do when other people are around, so I can't always do this part, but breathing out through pursed lips. And this helps make sure your diaphragm is engaged. And it just sort of sounds like that and looks like that. It's not super weird, uh, especially if you're working out or walking, like people definitely wouldn't notice. And if you're by yourself, it's fine, of course. But um, you know, these again are just little things that I do throughout the day to kind of engage with my body, reset my nervous system, get present with myself. And so again, whenever I remember, I move into a breath that is in through the nose and out through the mouth with pursed lips. And you'll notice if you try that, um, the pursed lips is like this magic thing that engages the lower belly. Um, and you had to have breathed in through the lower belly to start. So if you notice yourself breathing up in your shoulders, you just wait, take a second. And then on your next breath, try to breathe in through your belly and your diaphragm instead. Oh, I did it wrong. Breathe through your nose and then out through your mouth. And I just do that whenever I remember again. And so the three things for that breath in through the nose, out through the mouth with pursed lips and make the exhale longer than the inhale. So you're focusing on the exhale. Again, this is something to kind of reset the nervous system a little bit. Um, another thing that I do, especially to reset the nervous system is um, there's there's some great videos about this on, on YouTube, but the ears are a great um, way to kind of connect in with the vagus nerve, which stimulates and controls the nervous system, or I shouldn't say controls it, but it is a, a way for us to access the nervous system. And so um, if you're kind of feeling overwhelmed, this is actually, we're getting into the next type of, of kind of bodily intervention, <laughs> which is when you're needing support um, and you're needing to kind of help yourself get through a moment of challenge. So, or, or you want to kind of reset yourself. Sometimes I like to call it um, getting into sorts. <laughs> so if you're out of sorts and you need, you want to get back into sorts, these are some of the things I do for that. So one of this is the vagus nerve things, which is just sort of kind of pulling on the ear, um, right? You can kind of rub right in front of the ear, in the back of the ear, uh, pulling the ear, and then just sort of uh, lightly rubbing the inside of it. I know, sounds crazy. I'll put a link to a great video that goes into a lot of detail about that, but um, you'll try it 
and you might feel you're sort of instantly calmed. And it's also something that doesn't look that weird if you're around people. Um, you know, this group of things we're going to talk about uh, this second set is more the kind of thing where I would take five minutes away from people. Um, the other things are things that I do if I can't get away from people or what throughout the day when I'm doing things I have to do. Um, but this next step are more kind of interventions, um, which means I'm going to take five and step away from whoever I'm around or whatever, stop whatever I'm doing, find a comfortable place to sit or lay down. Preferably um, less stimulus. So hopefully it's a little quieter. This could even be in a bathroom if you're at a high, you know, if you're at work or you're around a lot of people at a party or something and you just need a, a break and you want to check in with yourself and kind of get back into sorts. So you want to find a place away, removed from others, could just be walking outside. I did this at work recently, um, had a challenging interpersonal situation. And so I went outside for a few minutes and uh, took a walk and did the breathing we just talked about before through the nose, out through the mouth with pursed lips, with a longer exhale than inhale. So I did that walking around the block. I was in the city. I had, there wasn't anywhere I could go. I just needed to get some fresh air. I also stopped at the store and bought some fruit because, you know, that's, all, that's helpful. <laughs> um, but what I often do in these situations, what else I did actually in that situation is um, kind of the key for me when I'm stepping out of a situation and I want to get back into sorts is I immediately, when I'm, I've found a comfortable place. And again, that could be walking, it could be sitting, it could be in the bathroom, you know, wherever it is, you can find a place away from as much external input as possible. So you can start to turn your attention inwards. Um, the first thing I do is check in, what am I feeling? And this is where I just spend time with whatever it is I'm feeling. So you know, in this example I gave at work the other day, I was really frustrated. So um, I I had, I had, showed up to work at 7 a.m. and I missed my morning routine and I got there and nobody else had come. And, and so I couldn't do, I was just there and I couldn't do my routine. So I was very frustrated. Everyone else came more than an hour later. I was, I was so mad <laughs> and I went and took a walk. And what I found when I checked in with my own emotions was actually I was really sad underneath that frustration. And I let, I almost actually teared up a little bit. I was so sad because I didn't get to do my routine. And if I hadn't have taken the time and space to check in with that emotion, I never would have guessed that I would be so sad under that. And it actually helped me get through the rest of the day because instead of being mad at all my colleagues, I was, I had sat with me being sad that morning and it helped me kind of get over it and I didn't change anything I didn't convince myself I shouldn't be sad I didn't blame my colleagues for me being sad I was I was sad I made a choice you know and I just sat with it and or I walked with it I should say and while I was breathing <laughs> and that that helped like that was such a you know, getting back into sorts for me because I didn't convince myself to change the emotion. I actually let it kind of go through my body. And 
I, you know, another way to do this is if you have someone to talk to, um, you can do this in, in conversation with somebody. If you just, you know, ask and say, Hey, I need five minutes. Can I just talk out loud the feelings I'm feeling and giving them sort of, uh, a heads up that you don't want help fixing it. You don't want to change it. You just want to be able to say out loud and have a witness for what it is you're feeling. And having someone to do that is is really wonderful. You can definitely do it on your own too. And again, this is this is sort of the first step I take when I'm getting back into sorts is checking in on that emotion and allowing myself to be with it and not letting my mind take over and making a story about the emotion, whatever it is, it's there. And I'm just, you know, this is what I do is I let whatever is there be there. And, you know, it depends on how big of a deal it is. If you're able to handle it in five minutes, um, I find if I have the experience and, and take time very soon after it, um, I can actually get through whatever came up fairly quickly. Um, it doesn't tend to linger too much. But, you know, that being said, sometimes we take a moment of quiet and check in how we are and we find a well of emotion and there's way more than we can deal with at that moment. And, you know, if it's enough that you find when you kind of check in in that way, um, that you say, Hey, I need more than five minutes for this, then, you know, do that. If you can take the time and be with yourself in those moments, because as you know, it's, it's a gift to be able to process an emotion while you're having it. And it's not like they come up all the time. Right. So getting to work on it in the moment is great. Cause then you don't have to go wait around for it or meditate or try to find that emotion that you stuffed down later. It's just there for you to work with. So some of the other things that I do when I'm trying to get back into sorts is a variety of different energetic uh, exercises. So once the emotion is happening and has been sort of acknowledged, I don't try to change it, just acknowledge it. Um, and maybe that isn't necessarily the issue. Maybe there isn't emotion. emotion. Maybe it's something else. Like I give a a presentation in, in front of probably close to 50 people last week. And when I do that, I, I tend to feel a ton of energy coming into me and it like makes me kind of sh shaky and, and I feel very ungrounded and this can happen for a variety of reasons. This can happen from an interpersonal confrontation. If, you know, it can of course happen with public speaking, um, or when there's a high press pressure situation. And this is when my sort of getting into sorts um, will involve less emotional processing and more energetic processing. So in these situations, um, when I'm feeling really, I can clearly tell my energy is off. Um, it might be floating weight up here. It might be um, in the example I just gave that, that was when my energy is like floating out and I'm like coming out of my body and not feeling grounded. So I would do a grounding exercise. Um, another would be if I'm feeling really, really low energy and depleted, and it's like, I can't kind of, I need to bring my energy up. Um, so then I would do more of a, um, like a 
rising up energetic exercise. And I'll give examples of how I do this. I'm just giving a few um, examples of what I mean when I talk about, uh, I can tell my energy is off because <laughs> what does that mean? So another is if I'm feeling really scattered and I am unfocused. So then I would want to do an exercise to help me center and kind of be within myself. So those are three examples. You might have many, many others of when you're just feeling a little off, again, out of sorts, and you want to get into sorts. And it isn't necessarily an emotional state. It feels a little more energetic. As in your body doesn't have anything it's telling you is wrong. Your heart doesn't have anything it's telling you is wrong. You're just like, mm, something is off. And so this is when I'll do some energetic work instead of the emotional work or the breathing. Although. I always recommend breathing and focusing on breath. That always helps. So what I'll do um, is, first I have to explain how I think about energies and their availability. So I have my own energy in my body. And um, for me, it, it can go outside of my body, especially my energy can often float kind of above my head. And um, I can sort of uh, be a little disembodied or disassociated in that way. And I'll just sort of, not feel very present. Um, so, but if I'm in a really good state, my body feels fully in, or my energy feels fully inside my body. Um, and I can feel it all the way down to my toes. And that's the state I'm looking for. I want to get back to this place where my energy is fully inside my body. Um, and I will call in some help for this. And what I do is I think of four different types of energy that I can call in. Um, there's energy from the earth, which I feel is mostly below me. And when I call in this energy, I, I think of it coming up from the earth. So that energy for me is grounding and it's strong and it's very deep and it's heavier, right? And I really need that. Like, that's why they say I need to get, get grounded. Um, if you're, if I'm out here and like floating around and, and all over the place, grounded energy is what I want to bring in. If I'm up here, uh, sorry, if I'm like uh, really scattered all over the place, I might have to get a combination of energies, but grounding is, is usually a good place to start. Then I think about uh, energy of the heavens or of the sky or of space. And that energy has perspective and expansiveness and lightness. And so it's kind of opposite from, from earth energy. So if I'm feeling um, more depressive or depleted or stuck, I'll want to call in the energy of from the sky. And so I imagine that coming from above me and down. And I call that down into my body versus the earth energy I call up from the earth. And then I think of the energy in front of, I, I call energy in front of me, um, or I'd call towards the front of my body. I'd call life force or living energy. I don't call this, or it doesn't come from one specific being. Um, none of this is about connecting and taking energy from other beings, whether they're living or non-living, um, plants or animals. Um, this isn't about getting energy from others. It's about the collective abundant energy that exists in the universe. And the, the kind of living connected energy 
it feels like love and and it's energizing and it feels like connection um and it feels you know very alive and so when i'm feeling lonely or sort of not not quite linked in um or really out of it i'll call in that that loving kind of aliveness energy and i imagine that coming in from to the front of my body towards the heart especially and then there's my personal favorite i don't know if i should say that you can't really have a favorite energy but this is the energy of mystery and i consider this to be everything um that i bring in through the back side of my body the unseen world so the that energy i feel like is mysterious and um i bring that in when i'm feeling not inspired i feel like bringing in the mystery and that is that to me is inspiration and so i'll call that energy in when i'm just feeling blah and like hopeless or any of those kinds of things so that's when i would bring in that energy from and i'd call that in through the back of my body especially through the back of my heart so you can imagine you know you take what i what i do is i take a moment to assess where i'm at so when i was doing that speaking um last week i i actually called in from all directions for that to to because i was so scattered and there's so much energy coming at me from all the people in front of me and so i'm standing in front of 50 people i can't even close my eyes to do this right so this is me saying with practice you can do this anywhere anytime but i just imagine as i breathe in energy coming up from the earth and it um, coming into my body and mixing with all of my energy and then i imagine when i breathe in the next time energy coming in from the sky and it mixing in with my energy and then on my next breath, imagining it coming in from the living world and on my next breath from the unseen world. And each time I take a breath, I imagine it, I visualize it uh, mixing with my own energies in my body. So that is one of my favorite ways to really uh, reset my energy. And my computer is about to die. So we're going to have to take a brief hold while I go to get the charger because I had to change my setup. I hadn't planned to use this computer. So please hold and we'll come back. And when I get back, we will do the, um, how I prep for spiritual work. okay i'm back <laughs> so for the last part i want to talk a little bit about how i prep for spiritual work and actually this is um <sighs> this is 
pretty related to all the other things we've talked about. So what, what I'm doing when I'm prepping for spirit work is similar to kind of both being, making sure I'm present, the mindfulness that we started with and the the kind of reset or the getting into sorts, because I want to be very present and I want to be very connected with myself before I begin any spiritual work. That includes readings, um, creative work. (laughs) Hi, Sylvester. Cat wants in. Um, And, you know, I don't necessarily believe that I need to be in a perfect mood and very happy in order to do any of these things, especially art. Um, I can be in absolutely any mood or any emotional state, Uh, but I do want to be present. And so a lot of what, what we've talked about this, you know, earlier in this session um, is about getting present and for specifically for spiritual work, um, you know, I'll take, it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm working with another person, then I do want to get in a kind of, I want to make sure I'm in a, a fairly positive or, you know, a state that I am prepared and able to be with another person in and provide support to them. And so that requires the getting into sorts, right? I want to make sure I'm I don't have any kind of lingering emotion and that my my energies are balanced. If I'm doing work on my own, it's less important. And so I, I do a more mild version of this kind of preparation. Um, but for you, just this is, again, thinking about what it is you want to be doing. Um, when I, I, I have an altar I keep in my room and, you know, when I sit at that altar, which is a couple times a day, I do kind of the same routine. Um, which involves some some of the energy balancing we talked about before. When I first started doing mediumship, when I, before I would do a reading, every time before I would do a reading, I would do a full sort of presence meditation, sort of, um, where I would balance my energies like we talked about. And then I would also do an additional step, which I can, I find very helpful um, when working with others where Um, you know, taking time to balance those four energies and balance my own energy, making sure I'm present in my body. And then I actually take time to make sure I have no other energies in my body that do not belong to me. Um, So making sure I don't have any lingering energy from other people um, and that everything that is, is in me at the moment is mine. Um, This is sort of based on the Sandra Ingerman soul retrieval work, um, where I, you know, I would basically take a moment to exhale out all the connections, the energetic connections to others and inhale all of my pieces and energies that may have been left or forgotten or taken. Um, and just making sure I'm calling in all of my energy and fully, fully present with myself. So that, that process is again, sort of a, it could be two or three steps. So one, you want to, you know, let go of any connections from others. Um, I add an optional second step, which is to let go of any parts of my own energy that I don't need anymore. 
And then the third step of calling back in all of my own energy. So this, you know, if you want to think about this of, you know, if you're sitting down to do a reading or to do some important spiritual work and you've got this little energetic thread over into the link leaking sink in your bathroom. I have that right now. <laughs> and you want to take a second and call that back because you want to be fully present when you're doing spiritual work, um, especially for and with another person. So that's just one of you might have a, you know, might be thinking about somebody uh, or worried about somebody or something. And it's about making sure you're bringing all that energy back within yourself um, so you can be fully present. And so in this way, it's it's similar, you know, we're, we're doing a few different things here. We're kind of balancing ourselves. Um, we're making sure we're present and we're making sure our energy is as complete as we can make it. And, and, you know, these are just a few different ways to, to do that. So back to my story, when I first started doing mediumship, yes, I would do 10 to 15 minutes of meditation before every reading. Um, and I was very proud of myself. I thought it was very great. And I really couldn't imagine being prepared enough for a reading without doing that. Uh, but, you know, a few years later, I don't need to do that much. <laughs> you know, part of it is you, for me, I practice it, practice it enough that, you know, it, it only takes a moment and I sort of can feel the energy shifts just as I'm calling them in or breathing in certain ways. Um, and part of it is I do it enough that I'm not so, um, unbalanced or needing to reset but when I sit down for a reading and that's because like we talked about in the beginning I'm doing it sort of periodically throughout the day checking in making sure I'm connected with my body and my being um, and so there's less of a need for kind of big overhauls that that take you know many many minutes <laughs> so with that I want to spend just a few minutes and I, what I'm going to do is kind of go through all of those in a in a row as a sort of guided meditation so that you can try them all out. Again, I encourage you to explore these, try them multiple times, change them, make them up for yourself and I'd love to hear what you come up with because um you know, these are all things I learned from people and I changed and I practiced and they became my own practice and, you know, have become a really important part of my life and feel really good and nourishing when I do them. And so, you know, that's what I hope for you that you feel inspired and want to make up some of your own kind of practices for being present in your body, for checking in with your emotions, for balancing your energy, etc. And so let's spend just a few minutes to try some of these out. To start, let's take a deep breath. Make sure your body feels comfortable and allow your mouth to close, the tongue to reach for the roof of the mouth and for your breathing to be going through your nose on the inhale and allowing your exhale to be as long as it can be and through pursed lips. 
So do three or four nice long breaths like that. And when you've done that, take a moment to say your own name out loud if you can, in your head if not, three times, your full name, as many nicknames and important things you're called um, as well. And just notice how you're feeling as you do that. And now take a moment to feel your body. Notice if any certain parts of your body are calling for attention. Maybe you haven't stood in a while or your circulation isn't going very smoothly and you need to readjust. Maybe you have some aches and pains. Just taking a moment to notice them. Taking a moment to notice how present do you feel in your body? When you feel into your hands and feet, does it feel a long way off from your attention? If you feel into your torso, into your core, when was the last time you noticed how that part of your body felt? Do you feel like most of your attention is in your head? And if so, can you allow that attention to drop down from your head into your heart? Into your belly? Noticing how your energy shifts as you're able to move that attention. And knowing that sometimes we can't get fully present in the body and wherever your attention is in the moment, that's okay too. And if you're moving that attention back into your heart or you're just taking a moment, notice how you feel. What emotions do you have right now? You might not have any. Or you might be filled with emotion or anywhere in between. Just noticing what that is that you have going on in your heart. Being present with it, acknowledging it, taking a look at it, saying, hey, I see you, I feel you, you're okay. Now, based on how you're feeling, think about what energies might help to balance you. I'll bring in all four of them. You can bring them in along with me if you'd like. So on my next breath, I'm gonna draw up energy of the earth, allowing it to mix with the energy already in my body. I'm envisioning it as like a deep, 
brown sparkly energy watching it wash over my whole body all the way up to the top of my head and then on my next breath calling in drawing down energy from the heavens which I see as a white sparkly energy and allowing it to fall all the way through the body all the way down to the tips of the toes and the heel the sole of the foot on the next breath in calling in aliveness which I see as a sparkling green energy coming in through the heart now I get to rise all the way up to the head and fall down to the feet mixing with the brown sparkly and the white sparkly energies that you've called in and then finally breathing in through the back of the heart calling in mystery the universal energy I see that as a black sparkly energy and allowing that to mingle with the others rising all the way to the top of the head and falling down to the tips of the toes and the soles of the feet make sure that everything falls down through your arms too to your fingertips and then just taking a moment to notice how you feel and if any of those you need more of to draw that in again And then taking a moment to release any energetic ties, any energy from other beings that doesn't belong to you, releasing it to go back to where it came from, allowing it to fall away, allowing any of your own energy that is no longer needed fall away, making space for the new. And then calling in and calling back all of your being, all of your energy, all of your focus into the present moment, into the body, into you. Taking a moment to notice how you feel. I want to say thank you for being here tonight. Should be good to go to continue your evening. Hopefully, you feel grounded and you feel present, centered, balanced, into sorts. And I thank you so much for your patience, for me being late. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this session tonight. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.